Thank you for making Locked On Spartans your first listen every single day here in the Locked On Podcast Network, free and available where you find folks get your podcast. On today's episode, yes, you've seen his videos on Twitter, you've read him at SpartanHoops.com, our guy Soldier is back to shine some positive light on Michigan State basketball, and then of course, talk about tonight's showdown between the Spartans and Badgers. And then to cap things off, it's not all basketball today, we've got some football questions in the old email inbox. Let's go. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Top of the morning, top of the afternoon, top of whatever time of day you are listening to this here episode of Locked On Spartans. Thank you so much for joining for another episode of, well, Locked On Spartans, as I just said. Uh, your team every single day, guys. It's been a really fun week here. Uh, we've got Bruce Feldman on Wednesday's show. Graham Couch was on yesterday's show. And we also got another awesome, awesome guest on today's show as well. Soldier of SpartanHoops.com here to uh, break down not just tonight's game, but also we're going to get some positivity going here to kick off this Friday. Uh, you'll find this out soon enough uh, once, well, we start the chat. Uh, but before we get to that, I need to ask you to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Yes, this is the Locked on Spartans podcast. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, uh, you just want to shout at me for no reason whatsoever, well, I got good news for you. Uh, Locked on Spartans at gmail.com is open 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and we will actually be getting to some of those questions um, at the end of the episode today. So stay tuned to that. Well, Man, what, that's it. That's that's all I have to do for housekeeping. All right, hey, let's let's talk to Soldier about some Spartan hoops, baby. Woo! Spartans, Badgers, Friday night, 9 p.m. Fox Sports One. Let's just get the tailgate started. That's a cold beer, but even better than a cold beer on a morning like today or a night like tonight when we record is the man on the other end of this call. You have seen his videos on Twitter.com. You have read his work in SpartanHoops.com. He is the one, the only, friend of the program, Soldier. God, what, one of the best people out there. How you doing, man? You doing okay? Hey, I'm doing great. Great to be back on. Honored to talk to you again, talk some Spartan Hoops, and uh, getting myself pumped and, and ready for tomorrow night. Should be a doozy. You know, love that attitude because I, I've been kind of carrying a, a different tune. I don't know if I've really exclaimed as much on here this week on the pod, but boy, howdy, gee willikers, excuse my language, uh, but I, <laughs> I'm a little scared for tonight's game, uh, Soldier, and that's kind of why I have you on, though, because you are a ray of sunshine. You are like the, the Mr. Rogers of MSU basketball. You always have something fun, something nice to say, so before the skits <laughs> out of hand, and we go to Madison before we go to Champagne. Please enlighten us. I, I we're going to start each saying three positive things about this Michigan State team to start this Friday. How about that for you? Um, we'll just go one at a time. Did you do you have one that you would like to kick this off with and take us Spartan fans to positive church, please? <laughs> sure, I've I've got a few. I'll, I'll kick us off with um, a little note about our our one of our star freshmen here, Max Christie. Let's go. I know that this year we, you know, went into this year really expecting a lot from him and he's given us a lot. I mean, he, yeah, he is, he's our Uber freshman. He is leading the conference in big 10 freshman of the week awards. Uh, but over the last five games, 14.2 points per game, 5.2 rebounds. And what I especially love, he is 50% from deep in that span. 
He's been struggling with his shot for most of the year. He's been finding good shots. They just haven't been going in, but it seems like they're falling a little bit more now. Huge positive in my eyes. So that is uh, obviously a sensational one. Uh, For number one, I got to go with something that's very shooting related as well. And it's just that, is there anything more beautiful in this entire world than Gabe Brown's shot? Whether it be his jump shot Mm. from three where the ball gets roughly 10 feet and two inches off the ground. It's just a straight line into the hoop or that buttery free throw stroke that he's shooting 89% at this year. Like love me some Gabe Brown and I'll, I'll get to him later next segment when we actually break down this Michigan state Wisconsin game. But I, I just, I just love Gabe Brown's shot. It is very beautiful. It, it, it meets the eye. Well, soldier. I would wholeheartedly agree. And uh, you actually took one of you, you took one of mine, but I, I'm fine with that because we need to, we need to sing his, his blessings, if you will, um, or just give him the appreciation. We'll double down because Gabe Brown has finally, finally turned into, I think the guy we were all as fans expecting him to be a year down, you know, a year ago, two years ago, you know, he came in as kind of a project. Um, it took some time for him to develop. He was once just a, a guy on the sideline doing goofy gif like uh, actions <laughs> and making us all laugh. And now he's actually turned into the dude, you know, 14.2 uh, points per game, 4.8 boards. You mentioned his shooting. I mean, it's just been off. It's, it's been incredible. Uh, I saw this somewhere on Twitter. Someone was adding DK on this, um, but his, Free throw shooting for his career is 89.7%. And I believe he's on track to become the most efficient free throw shooter in Michigan State basketball history. Um, Which is really saying something. Uh, 104 for 116. So uh, if Trust the Process had a spokesperson, it would be Gabe Brown. Because he's he's the epitome of that. Uh, It's beautiful to see. It's just what Gabe Brown power hour to start things off here. I absolutely love this. Um, I'm, I'm going to take this into a little different direction here. Uh, tonight's final score as we record on a Thursday night out of Memphis, uh, the SMU Mustangs 70, the Memphis Tigers 62 as Memphis Tigers and their number one recruiting class fall to nine and eight on the season. Not in a bracketology, probably wouldn't be in an NIT bracketology if that was such a thing. So that's my number two soldier is like, yeah, okay. Michigan state. We just came off a loss, a really bad loss, but you know what? We ain't Memphis. So things could be a lot, a <laughs> lot worse. Well, and I hate, listen, if, if anyone is feeling brave and bold enough to also poke fun at the school down the road, go for it. Mm. I just know with my jinx and ability that uh, I'm not going to say anything for the next eight days. Um, until the final horn sounds on that one. So, uh, hey, believe me, though, once if, if things go right there, oh, we'll be grave dancing on that one, too, soldier. So that's number two is that, hey, it could, it could be a lot worse so far this year. It's, it's a pretty fun year. Pretty fun year. It definitely could be a lot worse. And coming off of the whatever last year was, I mean, I think this should be a breath of fresh air for a lot of sure. us. Um, my third one, this might sound simple, but I think he is definitely the lever for this team and he's the X factor. I mean, we still have Marcus Bingham and I know Marcus Bingham has been in a bit of a rut post his COVID, um, you know, stoppage. Uh, I know he's in the doghouse against Northwestern, which I've got some feelings about and a lot of people do. Uh, But it's just, it is, 
uh, night and day uh, when Marcus Bingham is on the floor and he's playing and he's playing well. He's averaging almost three blocks a game. He is the anchor for our defense, 9.7 points, and then 7.1 boards a game. And compared to 3.2 last year uh, and the production yeah. he was giving us, I mean, it's, it's just a whole nother type of player. Him and uh, Gabe Brown, our senior leaders, are really stepping up, and we still have him. When he's on, our defense is on, and when our defense is on, we're actually looking like a pretty good team. That is a, just a beautiful one to end on right here. And I, I got one more, and it, it's just kind of blankets everything, so I'm cheating at my own game that I, I created here. Is, uh, and just simply put, Soldier, it's not last year. This is so much fun. Like, the, the bench mm-hmm. is already short. We're not doing a complete Cupid shuffle of, of lineups uh, more than halfway into the season. Like, it's pretty set right now what we've got are, are eight guys, sometimes nine guys. We have point guard play. Now, yes, it goes up and down a little bit, but even the downs of this year's point guard play it looks a lot better compared to what we were staring at the barrel last year. Also, I'm not going into February wondering if this team is going to make the tournament or not. And in conclusion, I'm just an all-around happier person this year watching our Michigan State Spartans. So that, that's kind of wearing that out. is is a little perspective that sometimes I just need to give myself after uh, Saturday's game. Is that, you know what? Could be last year. Could be a lot worse. So, yeah, that's <laughs> – I, 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 I'm, I'm fu- I think I'm fired up. I think I'm ready to talk myself into a Michigan State win tonight. I, I don't know if you are, but uh, we, could, we could discuss that after uh, a little break here if, if that's cool. I'm up for it. I love that. It's time to start looking at tonight's game in a hot second. But first, I need to talk to you fine folks about NetSuite. That's right. This is it. It's the putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, oh no, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software to see the full picture. You need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth with visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budgeting, and more. NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in one place. And with NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. 93% of surveyed businesses increase their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. So what are you waiting for? Join the over 28,000 businesses already using NetSuite. And for the new year, NetSuite has a new financing program to those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com slash locked. Head to netsuite.com slash locked for the special one-of-a-kind financing offer on the number one financial system for growing businesses. One more time, that's netsuite.com slash locked. And before getting back to our guy, Solja of SpartanHoops.com, hey, just want to thank you for making Locked on Spartans your first listen every single day on the Locked on Podcast Network. Soldier, it's time. It's time to break down this game, Wisconsin versus Michigan State. I'm just going to give a quick, quick run-through of Wisconsin. Looking at the numbers, this is, oddly enough, not a team that, like, they just don't shoot the ball that well, straight up. Like, they're one of the worst shooting teams in the Big Ten, actually, despite being a top-10 team in the nation. Uh, They are solid at rebounding, solid at best at rebounding. They don't really offensive rebound all too well. Although, well, we saw last Saturday that sometimes it doesn't matter how good a team is at that. We'll just get theirs anyway, unless Michigan State did the war drill this week and gotten things straightened out. 
However, they are really good at not turning the ball over, just average a little over eight turnovers per game. Uh, they get to the free throw line a ton, almost 20, actually more than 20 times per game. And oh yeah, they have one of the Big Ten Player of the Year nominees in Johnny Davis. Uh, what part of what I said sticks out to you the most? Is it the positive for Michigan State that Wisconsin doesn't shoot that well? Or are you still like kind of like me and just a little scared about the whole you know turnover thing, free throw thing, Johnny Davis thing, all that? Yeah, I mean, I, I think a part of me is still a little scared. One, because of the absolute bender and heater that the Badgers are on right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But also because they are a team that is just, I would say, disciplined and composed in areas in which MSU just is not. I mean, you had mentioned their lack of turnovers. I mean, they are second on Ken Palm in terms of turnover percentage on, on the offensive end. So that you could argue that the, the that team that's best at not giving the ball away, whereas Michigan State is 14th in the Big Ten in that regard. Um, Yikes. (laughs) (laughs) Like, the the Badgers are a team that if you make a mistake, it could snowball into a few others, and then soon you're down by 10 or 15 points and you have no chance of coming back. That scares the the hell out of me. (sighs) Who guards Johnny Davis? I'm just going to get right to it. Like, who like Christie perhaps? I mean, like that would be the the positional matchup. Like they both kind of play the two a little bit, but I think it it's going to have to be Gabe Brown. Like I think you got to just throw the kitchen sink at him and do whatever you can to slow him down. Do you have an ideal guy or guys in mind to slow down this guy that's averaging what twenty two points a game so far this year? Right. I mean, I don't know if I don't know if there's an ideal in my head. Uh, and I think it's 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 kind of all about how you just contain as much as you can. You have to look at someone like Johnny Davis and say, he's going to get his in some way or another. How do we, you know, limit the bleeding? And how do we, I think, force him to take tougher shots than, uh, you know, ones that he could get easily? And I think with Gabe Brown, Gabe Brown's got length to challenge that jump shot, which in all fairness, I think Johnny Davis is not the greatest shooter in in the Mm -hmm. college landscape this year. Um, He just works hard to find his spots and he can, um, he can really wear down defenders. Uh, Max Christie, I think is a, a a little bit quicker laterally. Um, He's, he's just as active as a defender as Brown, but I struggle with, you know, how he's going to be able to contain Davis for a full 40 minutes. Uh, in my eyes, it's Johnny Davis getting his, but I also want to just point out, I think what's going to be just as important, if not more, is how are we containing the two other heads to Wisconsin's attacking uh, offense in Davison and Wall? And then how are we just making sure no one else beats us? Um, yeah. But Gabe Brown, I, I feel, should be the matchup. Um, you know, you might see maybe some switches with Christie, maybe even Malik Hall at times. Um but it's just – I say we throw the kitchen sink at him and just try to contain him, contain him as much as we can here. And I'm glad he brought up Davidson, and I'm glad he brought up Wall as well because that kind of funnels right into my second question is, yes, the, the Johnny Davis versus blank matchup is probably going to be the top one of tonight. But if you had to only give out one silver medal, what's going to be the second most important matchup tonight? Who would you give it to? Are you going to go low in the paint with that Wall battle, or are you going to go up high with – 13th year senior Brad Davidson and uh, Tyson Walker. <laughs> right. Brad Davidson, uh, you know, back in the days, uh, he just seems like he's been around for, for decades. You know, I don't know if, uh, you know, everyone will agree with me here, but I think we have to find a way to throw Wall off his game. 
Um, Wisconsin in the la- in they're on a seven game winning streak, and in those seven games, Wall is just absolutely torching it. You know, fifteen point three points per game, sixty two point nine from the field, six point six rebounds, two point four assists. He, t- I mean, he's not going to explode off the page. He's more flat footed than he is explosive and springy, but he's just so like fundamentally sound. Like he's going to make his shots. You get him in his spot. He's going to get you like an easy two points. And like in college basketball, you can get an easy two points. You can pile those on. You've got it out, especially when if, you know, Johnny Davis isn't hitting everything or having a good night. Wall steps right in there and provides that, you know, uh, fills the gap and provides a lack of of scoring on on Davis's part. Why I think this is important is because, again, I'm not here to throw people under the table, but we got to be realistic about our fourth spot. You start Joey mm-hmm. Hauser, which yep. I'm pretty sure we are. We have to be looking at that matchup and seeing how quickly does Malik Hall, the better defender, get into the game to contain Wall. Because that could snowball in and of itself, and we could see the same thing we saw uh, in that Northwestern game when we had Hauser in there in the second half, and it was just seemed like possession after possession, giving up two points in the post. Can't have that happen again tomorrow. I, I'm sure you could hear it, but my eyes rolled a full 360 <laughs> in the back of my head when you said it's like every time the ball's just going down to the block. It, anyway, I'm not, no, 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 I'm, I'm not going to do this for the 80th time this week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, you, you have to narrow it down to just one player. I'm really throwing you on the hot seat here. I'm sorry. I'm being a jerk, but here's the question. MSU needs blank to play their A game for MSU to win tonight. You only get one player to give their A game to for a victory. Who are you going with, my man? I think I'm going to go with Gabe Brown. I oh, that's mine. Yep. Nice. Okay, good. Love that. Good. I, I initially wanted to say Bingham because I think that when he's on, he, he I think, completely transforms this defense. But when you think about um, – I think when you think about just keeping up with Wisconsin and making sure that we, we are, yeah, keeping ourselves in the game, it's gotta be, it's gotta be Gabe Brown one just for scoring punches. I think that him more than anyone else on our roster is the spark plug to this offense. You get him a bucket or two early in the game. Other people seem to hit and follow after him, but I would say too, one thing that we have not seen Gabe Brown do a lot of that is really that next step for him is when it's a close game, down the stretch, final couple of possessions. I mm-hmm. want Gabe Brown to come forward and say, give me the ball. Let me you yeah. know, work my match and do something. Now, Gabe Brown is not going to be the player with the most wiggle. He's not going to you know, efficiently find his way to an easy bucket. Uh, he's an efficient shooter. He can, get to, he can get to that mid-range spot, kind of that drive and stop for the mid-range. And if he can get to the rim, he can draw contact where he goes to the line and he's almost automatic. I need to see Gabe Brown kind of step up tomorrow and say, this is my time, this is my team, and this is how I'm going to will this Michigan State squad to a win over a very hot Wisconsin Badger team. You you took the words right out of my mouth. It's just the intangible stuff of making sure the team is still focused because he he is the energy source of that team, He and for good reason. He's the senior captain, of course, but also – he is this go-to player of the team, right? Like that's that's the age-old debate every single season of, oh, who's the guy? Who's the guy? This year it's Gabe Brown, I think. And he stepped up, no doubt, like against High Point, against Northwestern, the road Northwestern game. 
The one that just happened on Saturday, we cannot have another game where we're going the last five minutes of a close game without Gabe Brown shooting the ball. And yeah, just like he said, that this is a game where he just has to make his mark and say, basically, F all y'all. This is my game. Like yeah. if things get a little hairy, things get tight, uh, it's Gabe Brown to the rescue because, well, this this is my team, I think. And uh, everyone, get on my back. I'm taking y'all for a hike to victory. So yeah, I, I absolutely. Oh, and also the, the whole yeah defense against uh, Johnny Davis, if that's what they decide to go with as far as defensive matchups go. But yeah, mine's Gabe Brown as well, just from a, a leadership standpoint, but also I, just the actual you know playing basketball aspect too. So that's that's where I'm at as well. Um, I'm oddly feeling okay. I'm gonna whisper this. I, I'm I'm feeling like a little better about tonight. I'm not like completely sold on a win, but I. I feel a lot better after talking with you than than I did before. So that's why I love having you on, man. Just just always a ray of sunshine when it comes to MSU hoops, man. That's that's what I'm talking about. Uh, I appreciate it. I mean, you've been I mean, you've been that ray of sunshine tonight. You've been providing a lot of positive takes and insight, and I've been feeding off of that. So I guess uh, I guess it's working out. It's getting us in a good mindset for tomorrow, and that's all I can ask for right now. You know what they call me, Mr. Sunshine. That's right. Very, <laughs> very lauded for my positive takes. <laughs> That's right. Maybe so. No, Soldier, always great having you on, man. Um, would love to have you on, obviously, in the near future. But uh, until then, hey, enjoy the night. Enjoy the weekend. Go green, my man. You too, my man. Go white. Huge thanks to my guy, Soldier, for uh, lending his time, his knowledge, and his, his positive energy here on the Locked on Spartans podcast. Um, yeah, and we'll be right back. We're going to switch up sports, though. It's uh, not just all basketball today. We got some football questions in the old email inbox that we have to get to at first. So you can talk to you fine folks about betonline.ag. BetOnline would like to wish you a happy new year, but also a happy betting new year as we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. The new year and a new updated desktop and mobile website. Go check it out. Sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code Locked On. That's all one word. Locked On to get started. From football to basketball to hockey to boxing to golf to UFC, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. Bet online. It's the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. One more time, that's betonline.ag, where the game starts. All right, you already know the email by now, but I, I'm going to hit you in the face with it one more time. It is lockedonspartans at gmail.com. If you have any questions, post-game reactions you want me to weigh in on, or or not weigh in on, if you just want to shout into a internet void, hey, my eyes are always here for your reading, so... Yes, LockedOnSpartans at gmail.com. All right, we're going to kick things off with Jaron. He writes in, and I love the way he kicks off this email. I want to preface this by saying I have absolutely no idea what I'm talking about. (laughs) Okay, lovely. Uh, But I could not be more confident that Coach Tucker hiring Brandon Jordan will lead to MSU landing a five-star pass rusher in the 2023 class. Everything I'm reading about this guy has me pumped up. I'm pumped up about it too. And if you listen to Wednesday's episode with Bruce Feldman, who's very, you know, national reporter, neutral down the middle, knows his stuff, he has hyped up this Brandon Jordan offer pretty much as much as you can too. Um, it's awesome. It's great. Now, let's get to the question the five star pass rusher. I will start with saying this for the 2023 class, there are 
35 five-star athletes. 10 of those athletes are on the defensive line, and about four of those are considered edge rushers or pass rushers, if you will. So that's what we're looking at here. It's a very small pool. Very, very hard to land one of these kids, no matter what program you are, no matter who's on your coaching staff. So while my answer is going to be, I'm sorry, but no, I don't think MSU gets a five-star pass rusher. That's not to say that I think it's you know, a total failure or anything like that or that you know they should be bummed that they're not going to get a five-star pass rusher. And also, hey, I'm also wrong quite a handful of times, so who am I to say? But I don't think that MSU gets one of the four designated pass rushers that are five stars right now. However, however, Brandon Jordan, who has been here for all of eight minutes seemingly, has already hit the ground running recruiting. He has gone to Louisiana. He has gone to Texas. He has gotten interest from a four-star edge rusher in Iowa already. Why? Well, it's everything that we've said earlier this week and everything you've read about Brandon Jordan or everything that Bruce Feldman said, that this guy is nationally known. Yes, he works with NFL stars, you know, Max Crosby, Von Miller, uh, Miles Garrett, all, all, you know, all of those awesome players. But he is also plugged in with a lot of high school kids, and high school kids know who he is. This absolutely moves the needle. Just scroll on Spartan Tailgate on, on Twitter, the, the fine work that the 24-7 sports correspondents of MSU do on there. And I feel like every other tweet is an edge rusher that's a four-star is just raving about this hire. Or like, oh my god, yeah, like I'm absolutely thinking about Michigan State now. Like, they got a kid coming up from Texas. Texas, pretty good football uh, state, I would say. That is a four-star edge rusher who, yeah, ever since that Brandon Jordan was hired, it's like, oh, well, yeah, of course I'm going to be visiting next weekend. So he will be up here visiting Michigan, which was always the plan, but also now Michigan State, all thanks to Brandon Jordan. So, no, I think a five-star is unfortunately a little out of reach, but man, you're going to be getting top 250 kids, I think. Uh, you're going to be getting top 200 kids, probably. So, yeah, still very, very high on this hire and what this does for recruiting. Next question comes in hot from Mike Walker. Uh, Matt's, uh, sorry, he writes Matt. Matt, first time, long time, I should say. Uh, he wants to hear uh, my thoughts on Hamp Fay. Yes, the uh, quarterback that has uh, been here at Michigan State. But, I well, the, the question simply is, I mean... Is he destined to hit the portal, or is he going to compete for a spot eventually, especially with four-star Caton Hauser coming in? Or I should say coming in. He's he's already here. He has already enrolled. He's at Michigan State currently right now. So that's kind of a bummer with the, the whole high school recruiting thing, isn't it? Is that you have a quarterback that you really like. Because if you go back to, and Mike pointed this out too, if you go back to the shows when Will was a co-host here, um, he was very high. On Hamp Fay. I was very high in Hamp Fay. Obviously, the staff was very high in Hamp Fay, but again, this is just life as, as you know, following recruiting or you know, being a, a big old recruiting nut is that, well, once the next big thing comes in the following year, you almost start to forget about the other guy. So, Hamp Fay, right now, as it stands, tough spot. That, that's, that's where we're going to start this conversation. Tough spot, tough spot. Because right now, as I know it, um, he is the third quarterback on the death chart. It is Noah Kim at number two right now. So 
Um, the first thing you're looking for is, will that jump into the number two spot right in your first season? Which is very hard to do. Don't get me wrong. Very hard to do. But Noah Kim has that second quarterback spot pretty safe and sound right now. Okay. You look behind you. Who's coming in? Oh, my goodness. It's uh, the high-rated four-star. It's the Elite 11 finalist. It's it's the the coolest thing since sliced bread coming into town. It's Kaden Hauser. And you know that not just this staff, but a lot of staffs, a lot of media, a lot of coaching, uh, a lot of people with coaching chops out there love what they see with Hauser. Now, is it guaranteed to work? Absolutely not. But man, oh man, tough spot for Faye to be in. So this leads me to this point, and especially with this day and age in transfer portal, I, I'd be really surprised if he stays here for more than this year. Really surprised. Um... He would have to have a monster offseason. He would have to jump Noah Kim and probably even keep tabs on seeing how good uh, Hauser's doing too during this practice should everything go well for him. So not only does he have to worry about how good he's doing, he's got to worry about the guy behind him as well because that that is that's that's the that's the cat's pajamas coming to East Lansing. That's what all the cool kids are raving about, this Hauser kid. So it's a, a long rambling way of saying I would assume Hampfey hits the portal soon if you want me to bet on it. If I was a betting man, which I am, I would put money on Fay probably um, in that portal sometime in the near future. Which eh, is not fun to say, but eh, I'm asked a question, I gotta answer it. So, last but not least, this is from Zachariah, and the question simply this: it's simple, simple question. What do you think is the weakest link on the MSU football team? The last place ranked secondary is an awesome place to start. Uh, of course, Michigan State tried to patch up some of that with the transfer of Amir Speed, getting him from Georgia. That is probably concern number one, but I think really close behind. And you probably think it too. I think everyone's got the same top two, for the most part, is the run game. It is the run game. Boy, is it hard to shake the memories of what happened on the ground in the Peach Bowl out of my head because uh, that was our first time where we saw an extended look at what this team looks like without Kenneth Walker at running back. And it ain't pretty. It, it is not good because you don't have the guy that can erase some of the mistakes that maybe the offensive line makes every once in a while. Okay, So let's actually start with that offensive line. You are replacing a good chunk of reps there on that offensive line, especially, you know, one guy that I love throughout his uh, seemingly 12 years here, Kevin Jarvis. He's out the door. He's not here anymore. So you got to replace a lot of guys on the offensive line. Now, the running back position, safe to say, Kenneth Walker, probably the greatest running back of all time at Michigan State. So am I grading the others unfairly? Maybe. I don't think so, but maybe. But... The point that I'm going to make is that the, the drop-off behind Kenneth Walker was so steep where I got to the point where I'm thinking, uh-oh, I don't know if any of these guys are the guy next year, whether it be Jordan Simmons, Eli Collins, or Harold Joyner. You helped that by getting Jalen Berger, former four-star kid from Wisconsin, of course, but also, is Michigan State done in the transfer portal? Hmm... Maybe not at running back, uh, because Colorado running back, Jarek Broussard. That's right, we took your head coach, Colorado. We're going to try to take your running back, too. Uh, Jarek Broussard, he was the 2020 Pac-12 Offensive Player of the Year. Uh, solid player for the Buffs, no doubt about it. Jalen Berger, more of that 
power guy, straight line speed, good breakaway speed once he gets into the second um, stack of defenders there. Whereas Jarek Broussard, he does have that little wiggle that you're looking for. The guy that could get through the small holes should they be created on the offensive line. Um, that would be awesome to add him. So, I think right behind the secondary, very close to the secondary, is the run game. Because Peyton Thorne needs that run game to click. The, the receivers need that run game to click. I, I, I need that run game to click. You need that run game to click. We want to watch a fun team next year. I think it can be bandaged up with the pairing of Jalen Berger and Jarek Broussard. Should. Should he transfer to Michigan State? There's been mutual interest both ways, but there, there's a long way to go here. And he can't actually officially commit here until May. So even if he verbally commits tomorrow, let's say. Still going to have to fight to keep his actual commitment up until May, which you guys all know in the world of recruiting, the world of college football. Anything can happen on a minute's notice. So, yeah, there we go. Uh, thank you guys so much for those questions and also listening to another week of Locked on Spartans, your team, every single day. That's right, guys. I love every single one of you. Thanks for making this all awesome. Just just a great community of listeners. Um, just love bantering back and forth with you, whether it be email, Twitter, or I, in person. It's been a while since I've been to East Lansing and have run into someone that listens, but all communication with you wonderful, wonderful people is always loved. So thank you guys so much. Um, and now go make Locked on Bets your second listen. That's right. It's Locked on Bets, hosted by your boy Q, with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling, free and available on all platforms. Hey, let's go. Yeah, screw it. If you work from home, let's start tailgating. Get get the beers open. We've got Spartans at night going on tonight. Woo, let's go, baby. Go great.